Welcome to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast. As you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. God bless you, my friends. This is Evangelist Kevin Wagner, founder of Wagner Ministries International, welcoming you to our podcast today. On our last podcast, we started our trek through the book of Acts. We learned that the book of Acts is a sequel to the Gospel of Luke, written by Dr. Luke, a first century physician who gave up all to follow the call of God. We found out that the book of Acts is secondarily about two mighty men of God, Peter and Paul, but primarily about another person, the Holy Spirit, and what he could and can do in lives that are yielded to him. The book of Acts is a book of power. The book of Acts is a book of beginnings. The book of Acts is a book that will powerfully impact your life. Before we move on to verse 3 of chapter 1, I want to show you the time frame of the events that took place in Acts. It basically involved a 30-year time period from 30 AD to 60 AD. I also want to show you a breakdown of how the book can be split into sections. You know, there are basically three main sections to the book of Acts, and they arise from the key verse that frames the entire book. Acts 1, verse 8. Note that Jesus specifically says that you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, which is section 1, chapters 1 to 7, in Judea and Samaria, which is section 2, chapters 8 to 12, and to the ends of the earth, which is section 3, chapters 13 to 28. Peter is the lead personality in the first two sections, while Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, takes the lead in section 3. Armed with this background information, we now move on to verse 3 of chapter 1. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke to them about the kingdom of God. Now, you may or may not know this, but the Bible outlines 10 post-resurrection appearances of Jesus. Here we have one of them. I would have loved to have been one of those 11 men. Just think how incredible it would have been to walk and talk with Jesus after his resurrection. I would have had so many questions like, do you really see a bright light after you die like all those people say? Or what was hell like? Or how does it feel to have a different body? And wouldn't you want to check out his body? Touch it and try to figure out how he could walk through walls yet still feel like a solid person? <laughs> I may be strange, but these are questions that I would want to ask Jesus. But more, far more than those questions. I just think it would have been incredible to spend time, quality time, 40 days of uninterrupted uh, time with the Savior of the world, the King of the universe, the risen Lord and leader of all, the Word made flesh who was pierced and bruised for our sins, but who is now alive again. Those disciples got to get a preview of what every eye shall see on that great and terrible day when he comes on the clouds with great glory and 10,000 upon 10,000 angels with him. Oh, blessed are the eyes that get to see that preview. I wish I would have been there. But you know, as I was thinking about these things, it occurred to me that you and I don't have to be back in first century Palestine to get that preview of eternity, but that you and I in the 21st century in whatever nation we live on in on earth 
can catch a glimpse and hear the voice and feel the touch of the risen Lord Jesus Christ in much the same way that the disciples did back then. We don't have to feel gypped out of anything. We may not have been able to have early morning breakfast with the Lord around the Sea of Galilee that morning, but we can spend time with the Savior, intimate time with Him, every waking moment if we so choose. I remember when our sons were little boys and they started asking questions, good questions, about the Lord that every person both loves and dreads. Questions like, if Jesus is here, why can't we see him? Don't you just love that question, moms and dads? I mean, don't you just feel like saying, now son, I think it's time for your bedtime, but dad, I just woke up. And don't they always seem to ask those questions when the preacher or some godly saint is visiting you, just waiting to see how you'll answer it? A question like that is something that's asked out loud by children because they don't have the fear and inhibitions that we adults do. But sadly, it's a question that many teenagers and adults, many church teenagers and adults, many Christian teenagers and adults are still asking, but silently for fear of admitting a spiritual weakness to others who may be quick to judge them for something they struggle as intensely with themselves. If Jesus is here, why can't I see him? Why doesn't he talk back to me? Why can't I feel him? Have you ever asked those questions? Are you asking those questions right now? It's okay to ask those questions, you know, because if we never ask questions like that, We'll never get answers, at least none that will ever satisfy. Acts 1, verse 3. After his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. When you were a teenager, what was the first thing you'd do when you came back from a holiday? Well, if you grew up in the days before cell phones like I did, You'd pick up the phone and call your friends, right? You'd want to catch up on the lost time you had with your buds. Now, isn't it true that the way you get to know someone is by spending time with him, in person, on the phone, by letter, whatever it takes? If you're interested in someone, you're going to spend time with him. If you enjoy someone, you're going to want to spend time with him. If you want to get to know someone you care about better, you watch him how he reacts in different situations. How does he laugh? What makes him cry? What things excite him? If you love someone, you will do anything you can to take the time to spend time with him. And if you don't get the time you expected with him, you feel cheated. And it makes you want even more to be close to him again. Those of us who are married or who have been in love know what I'm talking about. Before you're married, nothing could compare with time spent with your man or lady. Sadly, as time passes for many couples, that passion cools, but in good relationships, that fire can always be rekindled. Now, this isn't a message today on what marriage is, isn't, or should be, but it is about what we can initiate and how we can respond to Jesus so that our relationship with Him can be as meaningful as those 40 days with Him were for the disciples. I want to encourage you today to spend time with Jesus each day, every day, every day to come. 
It's the most significant investment that you can make. What this doesn't mean is just spending time at church or just spending time with other Christians or doing things that you know Christians should be doing. If you're anything like me, one of the biggest obstacles to knowing Jesus is that we're too busy to spend time with him. And that's putting the cart before the horse. In analyzing the type of person you are, one of the things you can ask yourself is, are you more goal-oriented or more relationship people-oriented? We need to know the heart of Jesus before any of our works for him will be as fruitful as they can be. And doing something, anything, for a person you barely know will end up draining you and make your work joyless drudgery. And we know enough Christians like that. Maybe you have been one. Maybe you are one. But friend, that can change. Jesus wants it to change. To learn the heart of God, to learn who he is, we need to spend time with him, quality time, uninterrupted time. We need to talk to him, to listen to him. We need to watch the face of God and see how he laughs. We need to watch him and see what makes him cry. We need to follow him around and see just how he touched those people, what he said to those people to change their lives so. It is said that efficiency is doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right things. We can run around doing lots of things for the Lord and even doing them well. They may be good things. They may be church things. They may be things that Christian people are supposed to do. But if they're not the right things, the things that Jesus would do and, and would have you do at this place and at this time, it's mainly wasted energy. The way we get to be effective disciples, disciples who do the right things, is by knowing our Father's heart so well that we hear His voice and have our hearts beating with the same pulse. And that comes from spending time with Him. I am not going to belabor the point. All of us know we should be reading the Bible every day. All of us know we should be praying more. But the reason for doing these things needs to be not because the preacher says you should, but because you want to get to know Jesus better. Does Jesus interest you? Then you'll want to get to know him better. Do you enjoy the type of person Jesus is? Then you're going to want to spend time with him. Are you in love with Jesus? Then more than anything else, you are going to want to be with him, to listen to his voice, to watch his smile, to feel his touch, to rest in him. Ah, yes, to rest in him. Jesus says, come to me, all you who labor, and I will give you rest. For those of you goal-oriented, well-intentioned saints who know your job better than your employer, your employer just said, take off some time and come alone with me for a while. We're going away together to get to know each other better, and once you know me better, then just watch a, what a productive and powerful worker you'll become. Some of you, however, aren't even at that point yet. You've been recruited, but you haven't enlisted. If the truth be known, you aren't really interested in working for the Lord, and even less interested, even fearful, about getting to know Jesus any more deeply than coming to church involves. Jesus' invitation for you today is simply to come to him and get to know him better. Once you start getting to know Jesus, you're going to fall in love with him. Oh, yes, you are. 
because praise God, it happened to me. And I testify that the living Lord Jesus Christ is irresistible. Will you take up the Bible's invitation today to taste and see that the Lord is good? Get into your Bibles. Get the Bible into your ears and your head and your heart. You've got no defense or offense without the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Talk to the Lord. Think about Him. Listen to Him. All day long and into the night, I tell you Jesus is going to change and bless your life all over the more time you spend with Him. But just get to know Him. That's it. Be with Him. Make an environment in your home, your life, that is conducive to getting to know Jesus better. The better you get to know him, the more his power is going to rub off on you. And you're going to see God use you like never before because his charge is on you and you're going to start setting places ablaze with the fire of God. That's what happens when you start spending time alone with Jesus. You start setting fires. Just ask the disciples. God's got a call in your life. What is it, you ask? I don't know, but he does. Get to know him better and you'll find out. God's got big plans for your life, a big call on your life, and everything God does, he does big because he's a big God, and a big God can do big things with small people like you and I. After all, he turned the world upside down, better yet, right side up, with just 11 men, don't you know? And he can do the same thing with us if he wants to. Do you think he wants to? Spend some time with him and find out. Then you can take his word for it and not just mine. Have a blessed day in Jesus, friends. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagnerministries.org. God bless.